Um, yeah. Uh, I just want to ask a question to start with. You don't have to answer it. Um, but have you ever been asked, uh, are you a Christian? Or maybe a bit less broad than that. Hey, what do you reckon about the world? Do you have any thoughts? Um, and if you did answer, yeah, yeah I'm a Christian, why? Uh, just want to look into a bit about, um, about that. Uh, okay, I'm going to hit you with this. Just because someone thinks they're a Christian doesn't mean they are one. Now, this might be a really scary thought, um, but in that passage that we just read from Luke, uh, we see Jesus warning us that um, even though some people think they're Christians, uh, they aren't. Just because they say with their mouth, Lord, Lord, uh, doesn't, mean, uh, doesn't mean they actually treat Jesus as Lord, and it doesn't mean that they're saved. Uh, if you guys look in verse 46, you see Jesus picking up on this. Um, and it might not be clear, but I'll just help you unpack that. Do you know what the word Lord means? Who would you call Lord? <coughs> would you call your dad Lord? Would you call the Prime Minister Lord? <laughs> that, was, that was a good one, yep. Uh, um, the, word, the word Lord is used in the New Testament. The word Lord is uh, used in the New Testament to talk about Jesus. They say Jesus... Lord, but it's also used to talk about God. It's a title of authority. Um, now, just imagine with me for a moment, this guy, Jimothy, uh, he's standing in front of the King of Britain. Uh, it's been a long day of polo and croquet, and the king's really tired. Um, and he says, hey, I'm hungry. Make me a sandwich. And this guy says, yes, my Lord. A few hours later, uh, guards burst into Jimothy's room and they find him there watching TV with, uh, with some of his mates. He's supposed to be making the king a sandwich, they say. Ah, oh, yeah. Well, I was going to and then some of my mates suggested that we watch Harry Potter instead and I just thought that sounded better. First of all, what do you reckon would happen to Jimothy? Uh, he'd, probably be, yeah, he'd probably be shot uh, or maybe even made to listen to 100 hours of Miley Cyrus, Justin Bieber and uh, One Direction at the same time. Um, just because he disobeyed the king. But, but that's not really the point. Shh, shh, shh. More importantly, um, what does that show about how this guy views the king? What does it show about his attitude? See, anyone watching would think that for all intents and purposes, Jimothy doesn't actually think the king has any authority over him. Uh, just because he calls the king Lord, uh, and he might even say to his friends, yeah, yeah, I'm a servant of the king. Uh, he doesn't treat the king with authority or respect, and ultimately, his actions show that he doesn't think the king is really his king. Um, so this is what Jesus is saying some people are doing. Uh, but who is doing it? Who's Jesus got this beef with? Well, in verse 46, he says, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do the things that I say? Jesus is saying that there are people who call him Lord, they say that he is the king, uh, but then they don't actually live as if he is the king. In the same scene, uh, this same passage, but in the Gospel of Matthew, um, it's actually made even more clear. Uh, Jesus says there are people who talk like Christians, they act like Christians, 
But when they try to walk into heaven on the last day, Jesus is going to say, away from me, evildoers. I didn't know you. Just because they thought they were a Christian didn't mean they were one. Put Jesus' words into practice. See, we've seen that there are people out there who claim to be Christians, but unless they respond the right way to Jesus' authority, we can see that they aren't. Jesus wants us not to simply hear his words, but to do what he says. Um, Now, just to give you some context, uh, this bit of the passage is just after Jesus has gone up onto a mountain uh, and he's given some commands and wisdom to, you know, hundreds of people. Um, And in verse 28 of chapter 6, Jesus commands Christians to bless those who curse you. Uh, In 29, he goes on, if anyone should hit your cheek, turn to him the other also that he may hit that one. Um, love your enemies, he says in verse 35, as well as a whole bunch of uh, wisdom and other commands. <clears throat> now, after all that, Jesus starts talking about putting all that into practice with this metaphor. In verse 47, he says, I'll show you what he is like who comes to me, hears my words, and puts them into practice. He's like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on a rock. When a flood came, the torrent struck the house but it could not shake it because it was well built. But the one who hears my words and does not put them into practice is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. The moment the torrent struck that house, it collapsed and its destruction was complete. Here, Jesus is giving us a picture to help us see the two different sorts of people and what they're like. There are those who listen and act and those who hear him, but they don't put his words into practice. Compare the pair. Both guys buy a house, right? They build a house. Uh, Both houses face a storm. And both of these guys are put forth as guys who listen to Jesus' teachings. But only one of them acted on him. Now, there are a few things uh, that this image might uh, can give to us about what it's like to put Jesus' words into action. First, it might look ridiculous. Uh, imagine these two guys, right? They're both going to Bunnings. They both buy the wood. They both buy the property. They both make sure they've got the tools. But one starts going for it and building his house. And the other one, he starts digging. I mean, think about it. One guy's probably putting up gyp rock by the time the other guy's just got down to bedrock. You know, one guy's probably sleeping in a bed in his bedroom and the other guy's sleeping in a tent waiting for the concrete slab to dry. What a waste of time. That one guy's probably thinking. Acting on commands that Jesus gives, like, if you give away your coat, don't hold back your shirt either, might make people think you're a bit odd. Secondly, it's hard work. Instead of simply uh, beginning the house, that first guy takes the time and he digs through the dirt and clay all the way down to bedrock. Now, I'm sure you'll notice that actually doing the things Jesus says we should is hard work. I mean, even just uh, something as simple as obey your parents is almost impossible for us to keep. Um, it takes time and patience to get rid of old habits and sinful attitudes, selfishness, and after digging that away, starting to put practice this new way of life. It might feel weird, thirdly, uh, because you can't see a difference. You go to the effort, but at the end of the day, the houses, they look the same. 
And it's hard to see that doing things the right way, Jesus' way, is any better for you. Don't forget, though, that even if people look at you and think you're backwards or it's hard work and you can't see where the difference is, it's about your heart and Jesus' authority. Now, this could be like sitting in class um, and actively ignoring your friend that's trying to make these funny comments. Uh, It could be not laughing at a crude joke or one that makes fun of someone. Uh, It could be, I don't know, it might not have come into your circles yet, but it could be turning down the opportunity to go to a party, even if all your friends are going, because you know that there might be underage drinking or it's just not supervised, and you know that it's unwise. Act on what Jesus says. Put his words into practice. But there's one more thing. By building your life on Jesus' teachings, it can withstand the storms. You see, the second guy Jesus tells us about seemed to have the better end of the deal. His house is easy for him to make and it's done in a flash. Oh man, she's apples. But Jesus doesn't just give us this wisdom and command and say, Now go do it because I'm God. That last word was God, by the way. Um, uh, He finishes the story with a very serious note. And it's clear why his way is the best way. There's a storm coming, Jesus says. Notice that in both stories, there's a big storm and the houses both face a beatdown. Jesus doesn't just say, oh, so this one guy was smart and it didn't rain on his house. True story. He says... He's giving us wisdom about life, everybody's life. He's saying that whoever you are, no matter who, there are storms. Uh, Tough times aren't just for the poor, and they're not just for the weak. And it's a simple truth. The world sucks. And at one time or another, it's going to feel like there's a storm threatening to wash away your house and everything you love. Great. So where's the good bit? Well, if you're living a life how Jesus says it should be lived, if you're putting his words into practice, then you can be sure you've got a good foundation, that your feet are on solid ground. How good is that? The hard work, the way you might look silly, it pays off because God is telling us that this is the way to live. It's the only way to get through the storms. Let me give you some examples. I don't know about you guys, but when I was in high school, I almost never handed my homework in on time. I always never had it done the day it was due. I always handed it in late, either with an excuse or sometimes I didn't even bother. I just, there, have it. Um, But what do you reckon happened on the days that I genuinely had done it, but the printer sucked it back in and then burned into flames and I was like, no! What do you reckon happened? Nothing, because my teachers had no reason to trust me that I'd bring it in the next day and that I had done the work. There was no foundation, no trust. Or if you usually talk in class with your mates, but then there's this one time that you're not even in a conversation and your teachers are like, Oi, stand up, get out of class, you're talking. There's no foundation. If you hear Jesus' words like, Obey your parents, as he says in verse 35, Love those who hate you, and you put them into practice, then it sets you up in a way that no one can knock down. As someone who's faithful, selfless, trustworthy, uh, and by choosing to do the things that God says we should do, it exercises the faith 
in accepting God's way over our own, uh, when things go wrong, we accept them and we can stand firm throughout. But if you just listen and walk away, you don't get it so lucky. Your house falls down with a great crash. Jesus says, it's my way, or the, oh no, a flood is washing away my house, it's flooding away, way. My way or that way. Uh, and it's hard to say, so imagine how hard it is to go through it. Um, but even more important than that, even more terrible than your house crashing down and getting uh, blown away, this is a warning for judgment. See, there's a bigger storm. Jesus tells us later in his life, uh, and that's the one where God gives you the full force of his anger towards our sin. There's a day coming when everyone who ever lived is going to face God. And Jesus tells us that if you don't live as if he's your king, the one with the authority, then your house won't stand. Just because you think you're a Christian doesn't mean you are one. Put Jesus' words into practice. By building your house, your life, on Jesus' teachings, it can withstand the storms. Putting Jesus' words into practice is building your house on solid rock. Are you doing that? Uh, I might just pray. Then we're going to go into discussion groups. Um, and that should be sick. So if you want to just bow your heads and pray with me. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, uh, we thank you for your word to us, uh, for your good authority and your instruction, uh, the way that you bless us with um, good things, even though we might not be able to do them easily. And Lord, we just ask that you would help us uh, to see Jesus as the King, uh, not just one way uh, or a good thing to add into our lives, but the thing to build our lives upon. Uh, Lord, we just pray that um, you would help us to seek you and to actually put your will into practice and uh, not our own sinful ways. We pray this so that we can glorify you. Um, and um, that's basically the... Yeah, that's it. Amen.